to the Better Budgeting Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Reese. I am a money coach and I am the founder of the Better Budgeting Playbook. It is a one-on-one coaching program for women and couples who have been trying to figure out their finances, finally create a clear plan so they don't have to wait on payday anymore and stop living paycheck to paycheck. If that's something that you need help with, I take on clients. I actually had a meeting last week where someone was like, I was listening to your podcast and you said you took clients. So uh, here I am because I need help. So yeah, I do take clients. Uh, You can check out the Better Budgeting Playbook in the show notes. Click on the link there. It'll take you to the page that has an application. Fill out the application. We'll have a quick 30 minute session just to talk about where you are, where you want to be with your finances. And we'll talk about coaching as well. Also, we have the Financial Freedom Society over on Facebook. If you aren't part of that, that's a great place for a lot of free resources. We talk about budgeting and saving and paying off debt and money mindset because that's a really big portion of it. So go check that out as well. Their link is in the show notes. Also, if you've been listening for a bit, go ahead and give me a five-star review. That really helps the algorithm of this podcast. I don't know if you know this, but if you search budgeting in Apple Podcasts, I'm going to show up with Dave Ramsey. Like, I'm fighting for a spot with this man, okay? So go ahead, leave a review, uh, leave five stars. It's greatly appreciated. Today's topic is all about using cash, cash monies, okay? And for the last four weeks, I've been using an experiment. Now, your girl is strictly a credit card user, a responsible credit card user at that, okay? Got out of credit card debt, and I learned how to use them responsibly, but I kept seeing cash stuffing, like, envelopes on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook Reels, And I got intrigued by it and I was like, okay, I don't have the fancy pretty nails to make all the ASMR sounds, but I can definitely put some cash in an envelope and see what behavior changes am I going to have and see if I spend more money, if I spend less money, if it's an inconvenience, what is it? So I'm going to share with you my personal experience with using cash the last four weeks as somebody who has been using credit cards as a form of payment for years. Now, before you come at me of saying, Danielle, credit cards are debt. Like, why are you teaching people how to do that? Or you're teaching people how to do other things and you're doing something completely opposite. Listen, I've learned about my behaviors with money and I know for a fact that I can use credit cards responsibly. I will swipe that card and then as soon as it posts, I will pay it. And sometimes I wait a whole week because my spending plan goes week to week for me and I'll just pay it all at one week. But it took years for me to get to that point and understanding where can I do that and when can't I do that? Because y'all, I will put a vacation to the Bahamas on a credit card in a hot second if it, if it came down to it. But I know that the result and the outcome of that is going to be awful. So I don't. Let's start off with talking about the materials that you need to do this system, right? You need cash and you need envelopes or anything that's going to hold money, an accordion binder, a wallet, however you want to manage it. Me, I just did some simple letter envelopes, okay? 
didn't like that very much because I just stuff them in my purse and my purse is smaller. It's like body size bag thing. I don't know. It's just, it's smaller. It's not huge. Okay. I put my keys in it, my glasses and a, like a small wallet and that's about all I can afford to fit in there. And then I was stuffing these damn envelopes in there and these envelopes got all crinkly and messy and all the things. Um, so that's the one con that I didn't like with this experiment was having to carry around all these damn envelopes. Like this is a super annoying and super inconvenient. I only used envelopes for a couple of categories. I used it for groceries and household items, kids, chiropractor, fuel, and then eating out. I had three envelopes the very first week and I didn't have any money that I was putting into eating out or household items. I just used groceries that past week and I was like, I really don't want to put two more freaking envelopes into my purse. So I just added them into the envelope that was with my groceries, my eating out and my um, household items. I added it into my groceries, which made it super messy later on, just so you know. So if I was going to do this and continue this, which I probably will because there are a lot of great attributes to cash, but for right now, we're weighing the pros and cons, I'm going to change the way that I'm holding the cash. I will probably get smaller envelopes and even that, maybe not even envelopes, like paper envelopes, I would probably get something more on the plastic side, maybe a binder, accordion style, something that's small wallet size to get into my purse because the freaking envelopes are all frayed ripped apart like it's just a mess at this point after four weeks of using them and I told you that I had multiple different categories for these envelopes and I noticed that there was just things that I didn't need to put money into an envelope for like my chiropractor office I know what it is every time I go I could have left that money in my account because it doesn't fluctuate like it's 3342 every time I go <laughs> Okay, leave the money in my account and then I'll just go ahead and use it when I need to go to the chiropractor's office. But I used cash and it was super inconvenient because I had to lug that thing around. And I guess I could have left it at home, but for the sake of the experiment, I'm, I was learning, right? I didn't know if I was going to need it on the fly or not. And then also, what if I went to the chiropractor's office and I forgot that dang envelope? The next segment for using cash and cash envelopes is the time commitment that comes with it. So for myself and also all of my clients in the Better Budgeting Playbook, we use a spending plan and it tells you where money needs to go for which account and where and all the things for every single paycheck. You get paid two times a month. You know exactly how much is going into the grocery budget. You know how, exactly how much is going into the car fund, all of it by paycheck. So if you don't have that done, it's going to make it really difficult to understand what do I need cash for and what don't I need cash for. So if you are listening to this and you don't have a budget and we call that a spending plan over here in the Better Budgeting Playbook, you need to get one. So go click the link in the show notes, sign up for a meeting with me so we can get you on a spending plan. But then comes the fact that once you get your spending plan all set up, you need to decide what items are going to be cash and which items are not going to be cash. So I already told you that chiropractor, I don't need that to be cash anymore. I'm going to leave that stuff in my account. But groceries, eating out, those things are definitely something that I will consider continuing with cash. They're variables, right? Like there's no set amount that you're going to spend every single month, nor 
how much you are going to spend every single week. So some weeks you're going to need more fuel than others. Some weeks you're going to need more food than others. It just really depends. So I would definitely continue this habit with those two categories, maybe even household items and definitely eating out. But you have to decide what those things are. And that might take a little bit of time and a little bit of frustration. The next obstacle that I ran into was my banking restrictions. So my ATM only allowed me to pull out $500 a day. And when I got paid one week, I had a lot of things that we were going to be paying for that we had planned for um, some back to school items, which was a big ticket price for us that week, some baseball stuff, like a lot of things that we had planned for throughout the month that we were going to pull out that week to take care of haircuts, all the things for back to school. And I needed like $544. So when I went to the ATM, it only let me take out 500. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just put my card back in and I'll see if I can pull the other $44 because I need it, right? And no, no, there's only a limit of $500 a day. So I didn't know that. Now I know that and I can plan my spending plan around that. But that was super inconvenient. So here was what happened that day. I'm sitting there and I'm counting this money and I'm trying to put it in all of its envelopes. I got $500 and $44 less and every single envelope needs something different. And I'm like, okay, this is a struggle because guess what? They gave me all 20s. They didn't give me a single five or a 10 or a $1 bill. Like I got all 20s and my grocery budget needs 170 and my household item needs 78 and my fuel needs 53. And I'm like, shit, how do I do this? All the other mamas out there are going to side with me on this. If we don't need to get our kids out of the car and there is a drive through for anything, we are doing it, right? I could have went into that bank and asked for change, but I'm not getting my kids out of the damn car. It's just not happening. It is a five minute thing to get them out of the car, a five minute thing to get them in the car. Like it's just not happening. So the cash resulted in me being frustrated because I didn't have the correct change. And then I had to make the decision, okay, do I go in the bank or not go in the bank? I'm not going in the bank because it's just a whole other hassle. So that day we were going to go get my son's haircut. And I was like, okay, so haircuts was $50. I got 60 or 40. I knew that my haircut wasn't going to be that much. Like it's a, a little boy's haircut. It wasn't going to be 60 bucks. So I took $40 in, ended up paying like 25 bucks altogether. So then I come out and I have my envelope and I'm like trying to count out and divide out all this money, right? Because now I got change and I'm like, okay, I got change. Now I can do this all right. And y'all, I forgot that the ATM couldn't give me the extra $44. I literally spent 10 minutes sitting in my car with my kids asking if we can go yet because the math was not mathing for this girl. I completely forgot that I could only take out $500 and I'm trying to add all this stuff up and I'm like, this bank shorted me money. That, there's, that ATM shorted me money. I can't believe it. I even said it to my son and he was like, well, let's go back. And I was like, I ain't going back there. <laughs> it's just thinking back on it now, it was such a freaking chaos moment and definitely an inconvenience that if I would have just swiped my card, like we would have moved on with the day. But no, we did not move on with the day. We sat there until I was blue in the face trying to figure it out and then finally remembered, oh yeah, I didn't get $44 out. The next thing is tracking. 
For cash envelopes, if you have your spending plan done correctly and everything has a place and you get a zero-based budget, you don't need to track anything because everything has a place, right? And especially when you pull out the cash, you don't need to track anything because you know that you're only allowed to spend $200 for groceries. That's what's in the spending plan and that's what's in your envelope. For the sake of the experiment, I did track on the envelope. So when I would spend something, I put the receipt in there and then I would write it on the envelope. I would also write on there the amount I deposited every week because it was different every week. The only reason that I would continue that is if I didn't have an envelope for every single thing. For instance, I mixed groceries, eating out, and household items because in my budget line, I keep those things separate. For you and your household, hell, you might buy everything at Walmart and you just have a Walmart envelope and that's cool. That, that works for you. I wanted to keep it separate. I've kept it separate for years. So when I mixed them all into one envelope and I started tracking, it got really confusing really fast. So one thing I would do differently is I would either have an envelope for every single category and not track, or I would throw them all together and not track at all. The other thing that I noticed is I spent so much less money so much less money. When I use my spending plan and I have $200 for groceries, I go to the grocery store and I know I got a limit of $200. Okay. So I stay within that. I get close to that $200 mark every week. It just, that's what it is. I noticed when I was using cash and I would go to the grocery store, I was much more picky and choosy and reserved about picking up odds and ends that weren't on my list. I would say that I used probably only 70% of the money that was in my grocery fund every single week. So 30% every single week I didn't use and it would roll over and roll over. So at the end of the month, I had a bunch of money that was left in the grocery envelope that now I get to make a decision of what to do with it. So I just threw it into savings and I was like, okay, well, you know, whatever. I didn't expect to have such an abundance left over. So I didn't have a plan for the extras. And now it's like, oh, I need to decide what am I going to do with extra if I have extra? Am I going to throw it into another envelope? Am I going to put it into savings? Am I going to put it towards a goal of something? I, I don't know, but it never even crossed my mind until it actually happened. Something else I did not enjoy whatsoever was carrying around cash. Like that day I pulled out $500. I'm walking around with $500 in my purse. Not that I've ever been mugged or know anybody that's been mugged and only seen it on the TV, but it's a real thing. And I'm just like, this is really uncomfortable for me to have this much cash on myself. It's super uncomfortable. And when I was sitting in a parking lot counting out 20s, $500 worth of 20s, I was like, I hope nobody pulls up beside me and sees me counting all this cash like I'm some kind of mama drug dealer over here. It was super, super uncomfortable for me. And I, I don't know why. I have no idea. I, when I grew up, my dad always had cash. I barely ever see my dad swipe a credit card, a debit card, anything. It was always cash. And I'm like, this is so scary for me. So that's something that I need to get over because I would say the amount of money that I saved and not spent during this exercise was wonderful. Like it was great. I can definitely see myself reaching to cut more out of the cash in order to save more in the long run. 
Another thing was the behavior change. And I talked a little bit about that in the groceries that I was just a little bit more reserved on how I would spend cash. And there were times when I would have to pull money out of one envelope into the other um, just to cover some unexpected expense that, you know, I didn't think of. Like we needed to buy mouse traps because we have a mouse in our, our house and I was out of household money, but I had grocery money. So I just pulled it out of there. So if you are cool with being a little bit flexible, you could totally do that. And there are are people out there that are like, nope, we're living with this dang mouse until we fill our household envelope again. And that's cool too. That's fine. That's just, that's not my style. Like if I've got the money over here in groceries and I don't need groceries for the rest of the week, I'm just gonna go buy the mouse traps. I also noticed that my husband was very more reserved and picky and choosy when he went to the grocery store with us and he even said to me Danielle I think you should put in the budget a line for Bryant snacks and then you give me the cash and I'll just go and I'll buy all my snacks that I like for work and I was like wow who are you you look so fancy and cute today thank you so much for saying that <laughs> you know like that was attractive honey yeah I'm all about it for you being independent and buying your own damn snacks and also putting a line in the budget for it like who are you sweetheart <laughs> You know, so for September, he's got his own little budget line for Bryant's snacks on there. There's definitely a behavior change when it comes to using cash for me specifically. I will say that I have talked with clients that will tell me if I have cash, I'm spending it like it's just it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. So maybe the cash envelopes isn't going to work for you. And that's okay. There's other methods out there that you can use and implement. We work through that in the Better Budgeting Playbook. But if you are consistently overspending in categories that are variables, such as groceries and household items and kids and just odds and ends that is variable spending, I would encourage you to try cash for 30 days. I didn't see a huge change in week one, week two, but when I had things actually happening later in the month with the back to school and everything, that's when I saw the big change of behavior when it came to using cash. So if you try it out, send me a message in the show notes. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Send me a message. Tell me how it is. I love talking with my listeners. It's so great. We are at 48 states right now on this podcast and I am like searching for you in Alaska and I'm searching for you in Hawaii. So if you know anybody that is listeners over there, please send it their way so we can have them listen so I can mark them off on my little paper over here that I hit all 50 states with this podcast. And I know how selfish and self-absorbed that sounds, but like, I feel like that's pretty cool and pretty awesome. So I just want to mark it off. With that, thanks so much for listening this week. I really appreciate it. Again, leave a review if you would, five stars and a little comment there. It's so helpful for us and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.